Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Tom and Q Show. I'm Tom. This is Q. It is May 11th. Once de Mayo. Miss Cinco de Mayo, but the 11th <laughs> of May. Doing a sound check now. We're in a different location to see if we can hear. It sounds we like we're good to golden. go. We are live today out at the Pivot Realty Satellite Office, one of our offices out in Westchester on Kings Gateway, right off the Tylersville exit. And I'm starving and I'm looking out the window and I see Texas an, Roadhouse, Texas Roadhouse, Army, Jacks. <laughs> I know there's a Panda Express up the street. I came, so I had to, I had a closing this morning and then I had to go to Mason for an appointment to pick something up. And so meeting here, when you suggested that, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I was like 15 minutes away. And as I'm driving through, you know, I'm coming down till I get to Tylersville, and there's so many restaurants just up and down Tylersville. I'm like, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, it's a, it's 10.30, 10.45. I'm like, man, I'm starving. I'm like, and I'm going to pass all these places. I'm like, that looks good. <laughs> that looks good. That looks good. But fast food, and I don't eat a lot of fast food, but when I do... Like, and again, I'm looking out the window. To me, Arby's roast beef. It's pretty legit. It, Arby's roast beef. We, I, I'm with you. I, I used to eat a ton, but not so much anymore, man. And, and, and it's, it was probably three weeks ago. We were, we were running. It was just one of those crazy busy days. And we went in. Let's just grab Arby's. And, we, and it's like, man, sure it's not the healthiest or anything, but it's just one of those things you haven't had in a few years. And you kind of forget the taste. And it's like, it's pretty freaking good. Yeah. No, like buns are soft. I think just, they, they were the original, like, place to actually like do the curly fry. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's got the and now you can just pick up fro- basically frozen RB curly fries. At yep. Every grocery store in America. Which I I learned that the name RBs it's just the letter RB roast beef and they just spell out RB. I was this many years old <laughs> when I found that out. <laughs> yep. And we're, we're looking at the Arby sign. Huh. So. I did not know that. That is interesting. Yeah. Arby's. Bar, roast beefs. Huh. And now I'm looking at the hat to try to see, like, is there a symbolization with the, with the hat? And. Huh. So growing up, again, this is going back, but on Corian Avenue, I remember there was a Rax. Yeah. Rax roast beef. And then, you know, it was same as Arby's. And then you've got now back in town is, oh, what's the, shoot. Um, Rooster, not Rooster. Um, no, but I know where you're going. Um, Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers, yeah. They have roast beef. That, I love a good roast beef sandwich. Mm-hmm. And they made, Ar- Arby's, now referred to as roast beefs, <laughs> has... <laughs> They introduced me to the French dip sandwich. Mm. I remember the commercial and the the French dip sandwich with au jus. Yep. I'm like, what in the world? And you know, I'm weird about being like au jus French. Like, is it creamy? Like, what is it? And what? It's like, <laughs> like, nope. Just pretty much just. I don't know what au jus means in French, but I'm thinking it's like the. Worcestershire sauce. I'm thinking it's just the juice. Yeah. I think that's all it is. It's like every restaurant has their juice. Yeah. I mean, growing up, like, I remember, like, if mom made a roast or whatever, like, there was nothing better than taking 
whatever the juice was in there. Like, put that on their mashed potatoes. Like, yeah. you know, simple life, right? It's funny when, like, because we both share our, our phobias to sauces and, and you know, ranch and, and, and the white sauces. And, you know, when, when Jessica and I first started dating, I was just a normal dude that just ate normal stuff and never really explored. And she was, you want a juice sauce with that? And I'm like, what? What, what is that? What, what does that look like? What is it like? Kind of freaking out. Like I'm not that civilized. What what is aju sauce? Some, and uh, yeah, you see it, and it's like oh, oh, it's delicious. Yeah, I could drink not, it. It's like not white, you know, cream sauce. So I I will go like even places that like I'll freak will frequent a lot. Mm-hmm. Like if they have a French dip, like I gotta try it. I gotta try it. Nice. And then. The disappointing part is when you get the French dip. Like so, one like a French dip sandwich, to me, is basically it's thinly sliced roast beef, kind mm-hmm. of on a hoagie roll, mm-hmm. and then the real difference is the au jus, the juice, right? And so, if you put like onions, green peppers, and all that stuff, it kind of changes. And I think there's I think there's provolone cheese on there yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, you can get it with or without cheese, but it kind of changes the dynamic in a in a bad way for me. And I like onions and peppers and all that stuff. It just changes the it changes the sandwich. Yeah, it's like a a, a, a Philly right right yeah, of, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah 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 no. And so the, this one restaurant they have a Philly cheesesteak, right? You get the you get hoagie roll, sliced roast beef, onions, green peppers. I order the French dip. Comes out, hoagie roll, sliced roast beef, green peppers, onions, hmm. and that's like a Philly French and au jus. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait a second, this is that's, not that's you know the, the the French dip from Philly. And then there's another restaurant I go to, and it's it's actually really really good um, French dip. It's it's kind of shaved. It's shaved prime rib, right? And mm-hmm. then. Mm. It's, oh, it's delicious. And then they give you a nice, big, huge cup of au jus. Well, I go to one place, and this is the previous place we were talking about, and they bring out the cup of au jus. Now, again, I'd had this French sandwich here before, the French chip sandwich. They bring out this cup of au jus, not very big, and the au jus, I'm like, you know, you, it's a dip. You're dipping it in there. So yep. the bun, the hoagie roll, soaks it up, and eventually you're – Theoretically, you're left with no jus, right? <laughs> right, right, right. And so I asked the lady, the, the server, I said, could I get some extra au jus? You know what she told me? No. <laughs> she told me no. I'm like, what the crap? So no jus. <laughs> so I went from au jus to no jus. Can oh. I just order extra? No. The person in the back said, this is all the au jus we can get. I'm like, I have not ordered that au, that French. So if I ordered another, yeah, you have to order sandwich, a whole other sandwich. Then I would get more au jus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, you have more au jus. Could you just top this off a little bit? <clears throat> right. You know. Matter of fact, is anybody else eating the French dip? Maybe they're not using the jus that they it's got. Like, <laughs> it's like au jus, like crazy expensive. Is there? I don't think so. I did see a TikTok video about the cost of printer ink compared to any other liquid on the planet and how much more printer ink. Really? So if you go buy like a printer cartridge, like uh-huh. the cost of a printer cartridge is just 
insanely expensive and the amount of ink that you get in there no other liquid adds up to that price point of of what you get for ounce really than printer ink and it's it's like why is printer ink so expensive i don't, I don't know that there's an answer so I think you because they can so you can get a packet from kroger this is kroger brand one packet au jus gravy mix for 50 cents Okay, so, so it's less than printer ink. Now you can get a jar of Heinz au jus for three dollars. Hmm. And I'm looking at this. This has to be Walmart. Okay. Walmart is offering au jus mix. Well, out of stock. Maybe that's why it's supply. Simple supply and demand. Walmart's is a dollar forty-five. Okay, so what is au jus? Right. <laughs> I, I love frenetic spellings of stuff too. <laughs> like the frenetic frenetic spelling is au jus. <laughs> right. So <It's> French. <laughs> it's spelled a u, which is one word. J-U-S is the other. It means of meat with its own natural juices from cooking. All right. So All right. it literally does mean the juice. Yeah. The juice. All right. Right? So now instead of like, you know, you have orange juice, apple juice, like, hey, can I get some more of the juice? Right? And then you have... O.J. Simpson, also known as <laughs> the juice, right? So now we have au jus. So maybe instead of referring to O.J. Simpson as the juice, maybe you just au jus Simpson. Ooh. Au jus Simpson. I wonder what he would think of that. Probably kill us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, how do I make – I don't know how we got on this au jus. Um, how do, how, what is au jus and how do I make it? Au jus is the French term for the meat served in its own juice. Au jus is achieved by combining pan drippings with meat broth and at times, oh, at times wine. Ooh. This liquid sauce can also be the base for gravies. Yep. I see nothing wrong with au jus. I see nothing wrong with the juice. It's just the, the, the natural juices from the meat. That's it. The juice. Yep. Right? It's just the juice. And if you want it a little bitter, put a little red wine in it, a little sweeter, a little, little white wine. See, I'm not good at wines. Yeah. Not good at wines. Now, I know, so my mom makes, um, it's, it's like my favorite thing, um, Italian beef. Okay. And she makes it from scratch, and I know she uses, it's similar to like a, a French dip. Right? right. Very similar. Matter of fact, it's pretty much the same on Dagon. Same daggone sandwich. Right. Um, I think if you get an Italian beef sandwich, like if you were in Chicago or something like that, like they put um, like pepperoncinis and like those spicy, you know, that you can get a jar of it, like the spicy carrots, pepperoncinis and all that stuff. Like they'll, right. put, they'll put that. And they're okay. It, you know, it's got that flavor to it. But I know she'll use beer in her au jus. 
right? And she makes, <laughs> she makes a ton of it. It's, oh, it's so good, man. It's like a lot of garlic, a lot. Yeah, it's just delicious. Yeah, and you can get a, a, a sweet red and a, and, a, and a bitter white wine. So it, it's just kind of my, my brain defaulted to that because that's I what kn- I think of when I... I knew nothing about wine. Yeah, Jessica, um, a friend of ours was a, a, a wine salesman and... and he kind of gave us the the taste testing, and Jessica was into wine for a while, and we she would just get different types, and, and we would try it, and and, and it's funny because she likes a sweeter wine. I like a like a dry bitter taste, okay? Maybe because I'm a dry bitter guy. I don't, yeah. I don't I don't know, <laughs> but you know she, she would sample something like, oh, you would love this, and it's it's it seemed like I constantly favored the red wines. Yeah. So, so the last <clears throat> time I had wine, this is how little I've actually had wine right um years ago uh nicole and i took a trip to uh cozumel mexico and we stayed on a resort it was all inclusive whatever Mm -hmm. and you know there was several different restaurants whatever you're going to call them um you know they won breakfast and then you know you get lunch wherever you want and then like you know the the finer places there was like a a a steakhouse or a a place you can get steak sure and uh, you, know, you go in, and, and again, it's all inclusive. So, like, you get a fillet, and the fillet is like, gosh, uh, probably a little bit bigger than a, a half dollar piece, right? Right. Not very big at all. So I was like, I'm gonna try the wine with it. That's not me. Right. So I, I tried it, and I was like. This isn't too bad, like you know, because wine, like, and I know people do this with beer yeah, and stuff yeah, too. Yeah. Like they pair it with, yep, with yep. foods. Um, but honestly, it's been like. And then of course the steak was so small, so I got another one of those. And then, <laughs> you know, uh, top that's off. the problem with the fillets, man. They're a, delicious, but it's like, I'm, I'm done. But it, you know, usually if you get a fillet that's thick, right? Like it, it can fill you up, right? This was like, I mean, it was okay, but I, I mean, you're. It was there. It's, it's kind of like if you were going to go to a place, hey, we're going to have you sample this. If you want another one, fine. You can get another one. It's, you know, you've already paid for it. Right. But if not, like, if you don't like it, so what? Throw it out. Get the fish. You know, or whatever. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but, like, it, it's always interesting to me, like, how, like, you're mentioned, like, dry, sweet. Like, I could walk into a wine place and be like, I have no, I no idea. Right, you know, I know what like at weddings like there's white Zinfandel, you know, stereotypical. I know a lot of girls, women <laughs> like white Zinfandel. Yep. Um, we were we were at the uh, Corey Monte Carlo, um, and they were serving a Moscato. Is that is that a sweeter? Oh man, I, I, I'm not. I don't Dang, know. I thought you were going to be the wine expert. No, I'm like the the uh, the seven year old. Like, mom, what what do I like again? Well, and just was on it. I would right? just go by color. Like, oh, what's that? Yeah, give me the yellow one. Let's take the red one. It's like the popsicle to me. Right. You know, it's like give me the red one. Oh, this isn't very good. Okay, give me the yellow one. Oh, there's a pink one. I'll take that one. It's strawberry. Right. right. You know, I just don't know anything about. It. And that's yeah. I'm not. And I'm not to the. To the level, because Jessica and I, we, we hosted a little wine and cheese party and a while back, and, I mean, it's good. I, I, I don't know. It's like music, right? You can sing along to any song, and it's like, who sings this? I don't know. I, don't know. I know the song. So I'm, I'm like that with wine, like, mm, I like this. And it's like, Jessica, what do I like again? 
and she'll like this and I'm, I'm like again I'm like a seven-year-old kid like mommy will, will you order for me like <laughs> so I would do the same thing yeah so two so days thank ago. you Jess for <laughs> two culturing days ago, me and civilizing me I'm getting ready to we're getting ready to do a fundraiser right we're gonna do a, a, a cooler of cheer you know where you basically yep. you buy a bunch of booze and and stuff like that and and you, you sell raffle tickets and you, know, you give the whole cooler and everything away yeah <clears throat> So what I did for our team, I said, just everybody, if you can just Venmo me, I'll go pick everything up. If you have something you want to give, that's fine. I said, but I'll just go pick everything up. And so I'm walking through the liquor store, and, like, the goal is to kind of get one decent brand of each. Yeah. Right? So it's like, okay, you've got your bourbons, your whiskeys, your vodkas, your gins, tequilas, you know, Beers, oh, you know. So I'm walking through and I'm getting all I'm getting all this stuff. I'm like, man, maybe I should get like the wine. And I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, you're, you're, and they've got like a whole giant row of wines and they've all got different names and obviously they've got different prices, right? And I'm like, that looks cheap. I, I don't <laughs> know what that is. <laughs> Just go strictly based on the price. That's exactly. That's like exactly. Seven, twelve. It was 15, like a kid. 25, 30 bucks. Ah, this is good. Like thirty be, bucks is better than seven bucks. Being right? a kid, so right? Let's like, go with that. You could go to Kmart, Toys R Us, whatever, and like you're looking for a bicycle, and like you can get a Huffy at the time for like eighty bucks. Yeah. But then you had the mongoose that was like three hundred dollars. Yes, it's got to be better. Has wheels just like the Huffy does. Yep. You know. But I want the mongoose because it's cool. So I'm like, I'm going back in my head as I'm going through. I'm like, okay, which one of these wines is the mongoose of wines? Yes. I'm like, I don't want the mongoose, but I also don't want the huffy either. Like, do we have the one that's like right in between? Right. We get it. And I'm like, I don't know. And I, to be honest, I think I picked up probably a bottle that was like 20 or 30 bucks, right? Right, right. And and so I don't even, I don't know what it is. I, I remember... Like I said, we were at the thing. I think I got a, a thing of white Zinfandel because I know people like yep, that, yep. right? Box, box yeah. of wine. <laughs> That's hey. what I should have done. It's just gotten the box, <laughs> the box of wine, um, but it's not, it's not as fancy. You know what wine does for me is like you know when when you're in grade school and you dress up for like picture day or you have that day where you dress up nice and, and when you dress nice you feel better about yourself. <laughs> sure, like drinking wine is like I just feel better about myself. Yeah. Look, I'm drinking wine. Sophisticated. I'm, yeah, yeah. Hold the glass, swirl it around, yeah. smell it. I don't know what I'm I doing. Nope. It just, mm, mm. Ah, it let, like, let it breathe. Yeah. Let it breathe. <laughs> what makes this taste better? Oh, cheese. Okay, have some yeah, cheese. Yeah, have yeah, some cheese yeah. with it. The, uh, there was a movie. Every time I go through, like, and I'm looking for, like, a bottle of wine or whatever, I think of, like, one specific line in a specific movie. And I'll give you a, I'll give you a chance to try to guess what movie it is. All right. So a guy walks he's he's out and, and honestly if you I think I know what it is. I, I think I know the name of the movie. Okay. Like, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but I do know who said it. Okay? So he he's looking for he's at a uh, a, a drugstore. You okay. know, a Walgreens, a CVS, whatever. And, you know, like they sell, they'll sell some beer or some wine, whatever. And he's like, I'm looking for like a really nice bottle of wine. Do you have, you know, what do you, what do you have? 
I don't know. And the guy goes, and I, the price on this could be wrong, but he goes, well, I've got mums for seven ninety nine. And he goes, well, I was looking for something, you know, a little bit, a little bit classier than that. Like, do you have any cage? No. He's uh, like, do you have anything? Do you have anything? You know, say around fifty dollars. He goes, well, you can get a whole bunch of mums. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I want to say it was meet the parents and Ben Stiller. Okay. I kind of see the the scene in my head. I, I can pick because I, I think it was Robert De Niro. I think was coming in. I'm gonna yeah, go. like I don't know. We we'll, we'll buy things based on the price point. That 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 tells us if they're nice or not. Because every time I hear the word "mums," because you know, I think mom. it was Ben Stiller. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could buy a whole. It's funny you can just Google stuff. Yeah, YouTube it. Just yeah. type in a, a catchphrase or whatever line it is, and boom, you got it. <clears throat> Let's see. Which one was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> I see a picture of it. <laughs> so, yeah, it was meet the parents. Yeah. So <laughs> the line goes... They have these quotes in here. Hold on, I'm going to find it now. We're on a mission <laughs> to fulfill the this vision is what that we when had. You go, had. When you so go, we went from Aju to, to adding wine to Aju to our experience with wine to meet the parents and and movie lines, which is going to segue into shows that we've been watching lately. So this this is just a perfect flow of of going down the rabbit hole, which we need our bell because we haven't done that in a while. <laughs> I forgot the bell. So okay, so here it is. <laughs> Do you have any of those nicotine? This is Greg at the at the drugstore. He's <laughs> reading the movie script. Do you have any of those nicotine patches? Cashier. No, we have the gum. You chew it. Greg. Thanks. Also, what is your most expensive bottle of wine? Cashier. Mums, it's on sale for eighteen ninety nine. That's it. I mean, I'm trying to look for like an eighty or ninety bo- dollar bottle. Do you have any of those? You can get a whole bunch of mums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can add it up to eighty. So, like, mums are a flower. Like in the fall, like they do. You know, the right. schools do flower sales and they sell mums, and it's it's insane. Like, yep. Uh, I know Nicole's at uh, uh, the spring flower event today, and you know a group of people in the PTA and stuff, they get together and they line up all these orders. Well, like, you know, I have a truck and she's like, can you come help me deliver? You know, so like we, we'll sell a whole bunch, we'll sell a whole bunch of moms. Yeah. Right. And so like I go and I load the back of my truck with all these moms and I'm dropping them off on, on people's porches. I'm, you know, I'm like trying to get the orders right. And going way back to like retail days, you know, like get the orders right and drop them off. So like every time that, I hear the word mum. I don't think of the flower. I think of that particular line in Meet the Parents. Well, you get a whole bunch of mums. Isn't our brain just like a, a big like uh, word association of like movie scenes it and is. song lyrics? It is. I guess it. Yeah. It's, like, like this has all these movie quotes from Meet the Parents. And gosh, it, I remember growing up like, and that's probably why. Like as a kid, like when you watch movies, you would watch the same movie like over and yes. over and over and over again. Yes. I can't do that anymore. No, nor can I. Like that's funny. That's interesting. So 
Austin and I. There's a couple that I'll like. I won't walk away from, and I, and I think you have those too. But for the most part, that's a like, good topic though, and we've if, had it before. Yeah, if a movie's just like I watched a movie, like ah, uh, and then it's like I've already seen it, so I watch something else. But like if Tombstone comes on, I'm, I'm watching it. Okay, so that was my next question. So, <laughs> okay, you brought the topic up. You're, it's a it's a rainy Saturday Sunday afternoon. Your house is clean. You have no softball. You have no showings. You're just like, oh, man, it's just kind of a nice, quiet, you know, you're like, you know what? Nobody's not, nobody's even there. It's just you. Right. And you're flipping through, you're flipping through the TV, and you see a movie. What movie or movies, maybe just go five, because I'd probably go five, that you will, five. you may not sit there and watch the entire thing, but you'll you'll sit there and you'll like at least watch until say the next commercial or whatever. Yeah, Tombstone, I'm sitting down just because I'm anticipating the next line because mm-hmm. it, I know yeah. the movie so well um, and I love it. Uh, I, I would say Tombstone, Braveheart, Gladiator, um, and then some some childhood favorites like Goonies and, and Princess Bride. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so, you minor across the board too. We didn't match up really any, any of those. So like one, this is out there. Jaws, mm-hmm. the original. When that's on, Jaws. Yep. Like, I'll sit there and watch for a while until somebody will come in and be like, "What are you watching?" <laughs> Jaws. I like smart. <laughs> <laughs> Think you need a bigger boat. <laughs> um, Rocky. Yep. Every Rocky. They're all back on uh, what streaming service is it? Maybe uh, Hulu. I was just thumbing through for something to watch, and it was like all the Rockies. I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" Those are like those are dead stops for me. Yep. Um, the Godfather. Mm. That's another one where I'll stop again. To and these are all older movies. Um, Talladega Nights is one. <laughs> That's good. That's you know, good. just to kind of see where they're at. In the movie, and then you're you know you're repeating all the lines. Yeah. Um, Christmas time, obviously Christmas vacation. You come across that. Um, there was one more. What else? That like it's just a it's a it's a it's a click stopper. It's just like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. I think those two. Like I, I, because there's so many scenes that you're like. Oh, I love that scene. Yeah. And you just sit there yeah. waiting for that scene. Right. And then by the time you wait for that scene, it's like, I've already been watching this for 20 minutes, so I'm just going to keep watching it. Here's a good one for you. Okay. And this <clears> is <throat> this is one that's even way more off the wall than those. And for whatever reason, this is one of my favorite. And you'll we'll go back a couple of weeks. And Young Guns 2. Oh, uh, yeah. Young Guns 2. Make you famous. I, yeah. I don't know if I've ever even seen Young Guns 1. <laughs> But when Young Guns 2 comes on, like, I'm stuck to it. Yeah. And Blaze of Glory by John Bon Jovi was the theme song. Yep. We talked a few weeks ago how, like, John Bon Jovi, when Bon Jovi's singing, I'm like, I, I leave it on. Yep. So, like, yeah, like, I, I keep wanting to call the movie Blaze of Glory. So it has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, Young there Guns is a Blaze of Glory movie, isn't it? Probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. It's an old, old Western. There was a video game called Blades of Glory. Mm-hmm. Where it was hockey. Yeah. That's funny. So we went from the juice. 
Yeah, we went from sitting here looking at an Arby sign <laughs> to Arby's roast beef to Arby's is Arby's spelled out. <laughs> To Aju, to wine, to, to O.J. Simpson, to O.J. Simpson, to, to movies, to Young Guns, to what have you been watching lately? So it's a great segue, right? Yeah. It's a great segue to what we we're talking about. And I know we've tried to get to this topic, and we've had to be in and out over the last few weeks. We've tried to get to this topic since then, because like, we haven't talked about like shows that we're watching now. You mm -hmm. know, like this binge-worthy series that, you know, anytime you have a free moment, you just can't wait to kind of get back to. Yep. Right. So the first thing, and we'll get to this just to make sure we cover it, because we always talk about Last Kingdom. Yes. And so a couple of weeks ago, I, I, on whatever show I was watching at the time, I'm sure we'll talk about it in a minute, um, when, it was, when I was done watching all of their episodes, I was like, oh, I got, I got two hours or whatever. I'll have two hours over the next few days to kind of plug into the Last Kingdom movie which is Last Kingdom, Seven Kings Must Die. Yep. Um, thoughts? I, I, I love Last Kingdom. Uh, I love everything about it, so I'm I, going in biased. I, I think I was expecting something different. Um, but So I got my fascination with, with the Viking era yeah. in, the, in the dark ages of, of everything that happened in that period of existence. Um, because of the Last Kingdom and the show The Vikings, it kind of just piqued my interest that all these people are, are real true characters like Uhtred the Bold is Uhtred son of Uhtred so right. you know I, I went down this rabbit hole of, of that period of history and, and uh, the Battle of Hastings which was in 1066 uh, did some kind of documentaries on that and just reading through just finding you know some of the people the main people in, in, in the history of that so in the last kingdom where, where it comes in where the, the seven kings must die and <clears throat> Kind of depicts history well, I guess, because and, and it hybrids into the Game of Thrones as well. Because we watch Game of Thrones. I've never watched it. Jessica watched it. I hear a lot of people think talk about it. We're like, there's incest. There's just like betrayal. There's everything possible. And when you go back to England and and that the Dark Ages, the, it's real life. Like there were like brothers and sisters. There were there yeah. were families hybriding, crossing over. There were this 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 family broke apart and then there's more kids down here and they they meet up and you got this kid off to the side that comes in later in life to like hey i've got a claim to that throne and then you've still got your northmen that that come down so it's just such a it's hard to keep up with because there are so many like whoa whoa that william is that william yeah. but not that william it's like oh i thought they were the same guy and and it, yeah it it gets weird and, and it gets twisty but you know in seven kings must die it kind of laps over to like wait a second you get a little confused of like wait a second where'd they come from what about the, what how why are they involved and it's that that was real life history of the world and the planet of of and, and it's funny because now i don't want to go down too far down this rabbit hole but like people say the world is crazy today it's always been yeah <laughs> it's always been people have always been you know perverse today you can go to the grocery store and get food yeah. Right. You can take a hot shower. Like these are all the little things, right? Like you can take a hot shower. You know. Then it's like I just I'm fascinated. So, just like you, like I've watched a lot of these movies that have some type of whether it's historical significance or at least historical in terms of the world and what it was like. Yep. Right. And I love those. Like 
just picking and, and Netflix has, you know, thanks to AI, has added you know how they have like your most recently watched, your for you page. Mm-hmm. Like they've added one for me, which is period places. Nice. Which is basically movies about certain periods of time and different places in the world. Last Kingdom was like my first real introduction to that, like the Last Kingdom series. And what was crazy about Last Kingdom is I was kind of at a point um, in my binging of like, man, I, I need to show. And that just like, it just kind of kept popping up first. And so I, was, I watched it and I'm like, you, and when I watch those types of shows that go kind of all over the place, it typically takes like a season two or three before you really kind of figure out yeah. who's who and what's going on. Like, you know the main character, but you're like, Who's that? Who's Ethelred again? Who yeah. you know? Like who is who is this? And then you're finally like, oh yeah, like that's his half brother or the king or whatever, whatever it might be. And I remember going. I was I was out with uh, Tommy Watkins. And I said to him, I was like, have you seen Last Kingdom? He's yeah, it's awesome. I'm like, so he was like me. And then I saw another buddy. I'm like, it was like a conversation point. I was like. By chance, have you checked out Last Kingdom? Yeah, like I watched that like a couple months ago. Yeah. And then I came to you and you were like, yeah, I saw that. It's awesome. So then we kind of like, there was a new season we're watching. It's like, oh, this is great. It's like, then the movie comes out. Oh, I can't wait for the movie. You know the significance of this date. Like it was like April 14th. Like everybody's like, yeah, Last Kingdom. Yeah. And then I watched it and you're so used to it being... You know, basically, if you're looking at it as a series and just say it has 10 episodes and are all an hour, that's 600 minutes yep. of the show to where you're you're trying to wrap up, you know, five minutes or five seasons, yeah, 600 minutes or 3,000 minutes in a show into 120 minutes. Yep. I, I think the writers are great at writing shows. Yeah. Uh, better, better at that than writing the movie. Because it was like, okay that you can't really it's like you know they only have two hours but in the series like they would drag on a battle or the story behind the battle for so long to whereas the movie just gets to like it's a battle yep like there's not a whole lot of setup they were so good so so good at writing it jessica and i it's like when we like binge watch we're like four or five episodes bang 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 like we would stop in the middle like this is when we stop and pause and go to bed because like it's if you hard. wait until it gets to the end, it's hard. It's like, oh, I'll just start the next one. Yeah. Like that. Oh my goodness, I can't believe that. Just start the next one. So like when you're in the middle, when it gets into like that, <clears throat> that idle part of the show. Yeah. It's like all right, go to bed now. Let's just pause it. We'll fix it up tomorrow. Yeah. Wait like, for the. I, I I can't watch the end of this because I know I'll start the next one. When they pause, <clears throat> kind of in a specific storyline of yeah. the show, right? Yep. And so like, Last Kingdom movie. If I was going to rate, and again, I'm, it's so hard to compare because you're so used to the series. Yeah. It doesn't match up to the series, and I think a lot of that has to do with it's just so condensed. Yep, and my muscle memory of it was like I was waiting for the end of the show. Yeah. And when it was over, Jessica was like, oh, it's just a movie? Yeah. <clears throat> it's like, I, I, hmm. And then they went, at the end of the movie, they went, <clears throat> and because I didn't know that there was real historical yeah. significance. Yep. And then at the end of the movie... They showed that the castle was still there. Uh, Northumbria? Yeah. Yep. The, it, it was still there, and it's a tourist attraction or whatever yep. now. Um, so they you know, they flash forward to what it looks like today. And I was like, oh, wow. That, okay, that affirms that's pretty cool. Yep. You know, so, but I was watching, you know, you, 
mentioned Game of Thrones. I just wanted to, again, I was looking for something, and this was before the movie was out, and I'm like, everybody always, like, on whether it's on Facebook, whether it's wherever, everybody's always about, like, Game of Thrones. Like, I remember just when it, when they were bringing new seasons out, like, it was a hit. So I was like, all right, I'm going to check it out. Checked it out. I was like, okay. It's, we talked about this before. It's, it's weird. Like, Nicole doesn't like sci-fi stuff, so she yeah. would walk in and, you know, <clears throat> there would be a dragon. It's right. Like, That's the only difference between the, the Viking era and the Dark Ages is there, there, there weren't dragons. Yeah, Richard was not afraid of any dragons. There, 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 <laughs> and there, there was no snow people snow. and the, what all that stuff. Yeah, yeah that's. But, but I don't know. I think from what I hear, they did a good job with it. They did. They did. And so, like, but it was, there's a lot of seasons. <clears throat> yeah. A lot. And I kept waiting, like, okay, is this the last season? Like, you know, you finish, like, the season finale or whatever, and then at the bottom it's like, do you want to go to the next season? Right? And it's like, there's another season? Like, yeah. Okay. Watch it. Like, it's like The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's like there's like 11, 12 seasons of that. There's another season? Like, <clears throat> I think there's eight or nine seasons. And I'm like, and then when it when it ended, I'm just like, huh. I, I enjoyed that show. Like, I, I, I enjoyed it. And then they did a prequel, a season yeah. um, to where it is uh, something about Something about Mary? Yeah. <laughs> something about... The title's like something dragon. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah. But they go back like 200 years and see how the, the family... And a lot... Like, like, there's some stuff that's out there. Like, I mean, it's out there. Like, it's unacceptable in our world today. Yeah. Like, the murder, the, the betrayal, the deceit, the backhand, the backwoods handshakes, the, you know, the, the incest, the... the, the Child, you know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, it's just, you got to. That is what all human history is built on. Right. Is that. And so, like, watching that, and like, then I watched the the one season of the new, like, okay, that was all right too. But then I was done with that. And I got, I was like, man, um, so we've got like three streaming, not three streaming services, but like where they offer like those series. Right, right. So I, I'm going back. I'm checking uh, Netflix, and then I'm checking HBO Max. HBO Max is good because they have a lot of the old stuff on there too, like The mm-hmm. Wire, which I'm trying to get Nicole to watch The Wire. If you haven't That's seen, good. It. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah, fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. show. Um, Sopranos, which everybody knows, I love that. Like you can go back in time and, and watch all these. So, like HBO Max is a is a good one. I always default there. Amazon Prime. Has some good stuff on there. You watch Boardwalk Empire? I have not. I, oh. Was that HBO? Yeah. Okay. Ten. It's a ten. I might. That might be the next <clears throat> one. But it, uh, Bushimi is is the main dude. Yeah. And it takes you a little while because you're so used to seeing him and like. Well, he uh, was in uh, Sopranos though. Really? I yeah. Know that. It, it takes a while to, to adjust because you're so used to him being in in, um. Uh, like Happy Gilmore movies. Yeah. Like uh, who's that? Uh, Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, yeah, you're, you're kind of like, but he's such a he's such a dude, man. He's he's once you adjust to not seeing him in a comedic role, yeah. you're like he's a bad boy. Yeah, it's um, Boardwalk yeah. Empire is fan. I fantastic. 
Boardwalk Empire came out shortly after <clears throat> The Sopranos were done. Yeah, I think we were still living at Royal Glen then, so that's 13 years ago. So, yeah, that's probably right I about... I think we started watching it then. And roughly then, that same time. I know we finished it up, you know, living out on the east side of town. But the But he was... I don't know if it was a whole season, but he played a pretty big part in Sopranos. Like, he was Tony Soprano's cousin. Hmm. Did like, not know that. Got out of jail. Have you ever seen, have you ever watched Sopranos? So, <clears throat> part of it, Jessica got into it, and I'm watching it, and it's like every time I turn it on, he was like in his therapy sessions. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't, I can't Jess. I can't, I can't. Like, like, is this what the whole show's about? She's like, no, it's actually pretty good. And then I would be like, all right. And I'd like, in my mind, I'm like muscling through some of these things, and I'm like, I just, I'm not feeling it. I'm so, not feeling it. The thing with, like, The Sopranos, right? So the therapy sessions, you know, you hear you have this Don, this head of the family, who on one side is a good guy. Right. But he's got this other... He's got responsibilities. ...life job that is not good. It's not a good guy. Right. right? And it's eating him up inside all the bad that he's doing. So he has to find a way to get it out so he goes to these therapy sessions and basically like word salads around like whacking a guy (laughs) you know being with an you know adultery and like the therapist knows who he is right and like like her therapist buddies are all like you need to like it's like hypothetically speaking yeah like you need to (laughs) i know a guy you need to not serve this guy right right and so like and as a from a Don's perspective, like you're basically going to somebody and being a, you're a rat, right? To this, ther- you know, to, and if they ever found out that you were seeing a therapist, they'd whack you, right? And that's it's just that internal struggle yeah, that's going yeah. on with all this, which, which is neat because we all have it, yeah, it, we it, all, some sort of internal struggle that we just we all have it, and there's so many characters. Like in that, that like, not that you necessarily relate to, but they're just all different, and you have certain characters. You're like, I hate that guy. Why don't they whack that guy? Yeah. And then you have the other guys like that dude's hilarious. Like he should have a show on his own, right? So, but so anyway, Buscemi was on there, and I think that's what because he did so well in that role. Gave him boardwalk. Yeah, and, and I I forgot about that one. I'm. That might be one of my one of my next ones. One hundred percent recommended. It. It's fantastic. So Boardwalk Empire. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I and we, may, you know, when you're young and at the time you have cable, your prices go up, prices go down. We may have canceled when when so I know we got HBO specifically at one point because Sopranos was coming back. Yeah. So it might have been like okay, Sopranos is over. Cancel. Save. We did that. You know, save the extra money, whatever. Um, but we have it right now, so I'm, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look that up. So I went watch Game of Thrones. And I was looking for something, and I was on Netflix. And you know, like I was talking about before, like they have your for you pages, they have trending, and I'm like, all right, I I need something. So this and this had two seasons, I think, and it's called Welcome to Eden. Okay, gets weird, man. Like and you know, I'm a finisher, right? Right. So like right away, I'm I'm watching it, and like the sound's not lining up. Can't watch it. I can't watch well, it. And then I'm like, okay, is my internet connection bad? Yep, you know, because no. like the streaming thing, and I'm like, or is this in? A, or is it subtitles? And it's like, you finally figure out, like, okay, it's subtitles. 
you know, like I don't know where they were from, but basically it's this rich man, rich lady. They go into a city and market this huge giant um, private island party for this energy drink that they've created. Mm-hmm. And so it hits up like all these like 17, 18, 19, 20, you know, the young adults party group that like, yeah, like what's, you know, whatever they're into, whatever is hot. Right. Right. And so they go to this place and they drink the energy drink and then they all get invited to this private island. And what they don't know is this private island, like there's no way in, no, no way out. I've seen it. And it's like they bring 60 of these. The, the main chef or whatever is like he brought them there together. Keep going. Yeah. So like, yep. They, they mm. basic, and then they have a selection process and they're all there and they're all partying. And I don't know what was in this energy drink. Maybe some people got, you know, basically roofied to this energy drink. Right. And when they wake up in the morning after having these giant parties and fun and love and all this other stuff, like the other. 50 people are gone mm. and they just tell them like, Oh yeah, we sent them, we sent them back. Else. I haven't seen this. We sent them back. You guys were, you know, the chosen few to continue with the rest of the survey. Right. Right. You're going to live here. Um, they, and they bring them to like these super cool, like bungalows. And like, it's again, it's paradise. It's a deserted Island right. where they've got their own, like their own little, it's a, it becomes a cult community to where these people that had had this happen to them before and they take like they take like the lesser well-off people so like if somebody had a drug problem or if they were adopted and didn't have their family like they did all this research on who they picked and plucked and like basically they're on this island and trying to some people love it, and they treat the we'll call them the king and queen, whatever you want to call it, the the husband and wife, mm-hmm. you know, as basically a mother and father figure. Well, and then there's another group that's like, okay, this isn't right. In the meanwhile, they've got the other storyline of their families that are actually looking for these people with no trace of where they went whatsoever. Like, and it's all about okay, how do we get off the island? And then you have like murder, you have sex, you have all these different things that are going on. In between, and mm. in the meantime, it's all subtitles, and I'm like, I can't wait for this to be over. How's it end? Just, just end already. Like, <laughs> it's like the old, was it the kung fu movies? Where I was yeah, like, ah, I'm gonna get you. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't watch those. Just because, so, like, just watch it. I can't even tell them. Like, I can't. If their words in their mouth aren't, I, I can't, I can't, so I can't. It drives I fin- me nuts. I finished it, and then I'm like, okay. And then you had the writer strike, right? Have you heard about that? Mm-mm. Okay, so there is a writer's strike in Hollywood right now. So we're like all these shows that we love, the writers, they're done. They're done. So they're like right now, like everything is on on pause. So if it wasn't already created, currently it's not going to be created mm. until there's a deal struck. So like I'm like, ah, looking, looking, looking. I'm like, you know what? I've watched some period place type movies with Last Kingdom, Game of Thrones, the follow up to that. Then I went to like something a little new age with Welcome to Eden, which should have been the dead giveaway too, because in the open it says, "Bien, bien, vel Eden," and I'm like, "Okay, that's funny." <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, let's try this Western." I'm on HBO Max, and there's it, 
this one I just finished up. It it's called Walker Independence. Some, I, I could have the title completely wrong. Like um, Texas Walker. Well, I thought like, maybe it was like <laughs> walk it, like There's a guy in there that kind of looks like it. Um, but it's kind of about like Independence, some town called Independence out out west in the 1800s, and there's a girl whose um, husband he was going to be the, applying to be the sheriff at this place. He ends up getting murdered. She wants to find out who it was. She takes a role in the community. They hire a new sheriff. She thinks the new sheriff is the one that killed her husband. Then, like, all these different groups of people meet up, and it's, like, just different walks of life, and it's, like, trying to follow the story. It's like, eh, it was just okay. Right. Right? I haven't heard of it. Well, now, is that Netflix, or is that something else? That's on HBO Max. Okay. Okay. Now, the girl's smoking hot. <coughs> I watch it. Smoking hot. <laughs> um, but storyline like it's just you know, kind of kind of odd I, again i'm a finisher so i finished it but that led me to like i kind of went down that same path right and i'm like okay let's try i'm scrolling through like the four you pages i'm scrolling through all this stuff and i get to a, a show this is newer called brand new on netflix called night agent you love it you've seen it yep okay Good. Fantastic. So I'm four <clears throat> episodes into Night Agent right now. Enjoying it? So, but going back, yeah, we talked about the, um, the subtitles. So when that show comes on, <laughs> this time it was my streaming Wi-Fi was a little behind. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out like, okay, is this... Is this English, Spanish? Like what is yeah. it? And I'm like, it's got to be. It sounds like subtitles. I'm like, so like the next day I watched it and like it, it caught up. And I'm like, okay, thank goodness. And then it's like yeah. President of the United States. <clears throat> I'm like, oh, cool. And I'm like, all right, good. So I started watching it. And like I had that moment last night. It's like we had we had baseball across the board last night. Get home. Um, there's another one. Keep going. We're, you know, we eat dinner around nine o'clock. You know, whatever the kids go to bed, and Nicole goes. You know, she gets up early, so she goes to bed. I'm like, I, I'm gonna turn on and start watching the rest of the show. So like, I don't know. It's like ten o'clock, ten thirty. So I start watching it, and I'm I'm halfway through one episode, and I get to the next one, and then the storyline builds, and I'm like, I look at the clock, and it's like eleven thirty. I'm like, man, like I, I need to go to bed. All right. I'm like, well, let's just wait for there to be a pause. Like, 11.55, I'm like, I need to go to bed. I'm like, but I want to know what the heck's going on. And then they hit that pause. Like, you know, that time is like, okay, this is a good time to stop. Click, stop, went to bed. Night agent. So far, yes, fan. Yeah, it is good. It's really good, man. They, they take you uh, – writers do a good job, man. It, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's all over the board, but it, 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 it's – it's, yeah. it's some navigation. It's like, ooh, that was pretty good. Well written. Ooh, I didn't see that coming. Were you a fan of 24? So that's funny because have you watched Designated Survivor? I've seen Designated Survivor. <clears throat> so I, I went to Kiefer Sutherland. I couldn't think of his name. So, yeah. Um, so Night Agent and 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 uh, Designated Survivor kind of – A little bit. Remind me of one another. And, and Designated Survivor, I watched, we watched season one, which was fantastic. And then we got into season two, and I'm like, all right, now you're just like mainstream – today current events political hot topics yeah, yeah. like this is this writing now is right. it's pretty weak like 
You're just grabbing it's low-hanging fruit and writing about it. Like, get out of here. It's always funny when you get into shows, and like shows, yeah. like, maybe there shouldn't have been a, a second season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that night, or Designated Survivor, they could have gone with that season and just shut it down. Yeah. Because now it's like, again, like I said, it's just, oh, what's a low-hanging fruit hot topic? Let's talk about whatever, you know, bored and you could, like... Quit, guys. Like, like you got to have the. I have enough of this all day, every day. I shouldn't be asking the question of like, huh? I wonder what they're gonna. I wonder how they're going to <clears throat> do the story in the second season. Yeah, and you shouldn't have to ask that question. There right. should be something that says, oh, they're coming back. Yep. You know, like twenty four was love twenty four. Yep. Huge fan of twenty four. Like I, that was our first ever binge watch. I think Nicole was pregnant with Carson, and we went to Blockbuster. And we bought or rented like the first three seasons. Wow. And we literally like going way back. Yeah. Like and we're just watching, like, do you wanna watch another one? Yeah. Yeah. Do you wanna watch another? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. over and over and over again. And then we're finally caught up to where like it's like, okay, we're caught up. And then when it was on Fox, it's like, oh man, doesn't it? And then that was back in like before like DVRs were big. Right. So it's like you if it was on at nine, like you, you had, had to, to watch it. You had to be there at yep. nine. Yep. And so... Yeah, like, Night Agent's good, man. I think that's a mix we just of finished it. that, of 24 and kind of designated survivor. Yeah. Like, 24 was all... Like, there was always a terrorist a terrorist threat. <clears throat> yep. Somehow, some way. There was all... Even at the season finale, there was somebody... And you kind of like the, the redemption characters of, like, you're a bad guy, but you realize you're bad. Now you're trying to curve back. Yeah. It's like, that's eh, kind of cool, but... Eh, it's kind of awkward, also. Yeah. But but you know they 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 write it in well enough that <clears throat> all right, you pissed me off, but yeah, go out on a good note, I guess. Yeah, or like a couple seasons down the road, that spoiler b- alert, that bad guy <laughs> comes back, like you know who can help us, Doctor Evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like Doctor Doofenshmirtz. Yeah, <laughs> Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> so yeah, like been watching that so far. I like it. I, it, it what's funny is like. Nicole saw me watching it, and I'm thinking like I'm like I'm gonna be the first in the house, kind of like I thought I was gonna introduce it to you, kind of like Last Kingdom, like we're doing this all over again. <laughs> and uh, it's so funny because I've become like a um, I don't know, like a movie critic in my own head. Maybe I that's what we should claim because I'll, I'll like I'm watching these, and like when Night Agent first started, like I was like I pulled it. I'm not a finisher. Like I'm in, and I you you win me right away or you don't. I'm yeah. like if you're a good actor. I'm in. If not, I'm out. Like it doesn't have to start with bangs and booms and, but like just, just the acting within itself. Just the scene. If your lips are, aren't synced up, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. There's no chance I'm watching it. I and then you. it's like, uh, the picture's kind of weak and the acting is below average. I'll, I'll give I'll give I'll give it a couple more minutes and I'm out. And and when I first started watching Night Agent, that guy's demeanor, I was like. But he picks up. He does really good. Yeah. Like, it, it, it really does. At first, I had my hand on the remote. I'm like, whoa. Huh. That's pretty good. Have you ever seen... Um, Not that I'm the, the, the end-all, be-all of, of, of movie critics, but have you ever I, seen I, I have turned into a... Jack brother. Ryan? Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. That That's another... It's similar. I think, I think the acting I is better in Jack Ryan... Yes. ...than in Night Agent. Yes. But, like... Night I, Agent's not... Great acting. No. It's, it's good. It's they, good. And they kind of have a list of like 
kind of B-list actors. Yeah. And it's like all, every character in there, like, I've seen that guy before, but you can't name what he or she was on. Right. Like, yep, yep, yep. I've seen that face before. In your head, you're like. And it's like Jessica and I are like, <laughs> you know, whatever, night agent cast. Yeah. There they are. <laughs> so, like, oh, the, did you know they were in this and this and so this? And it's like, whoa. Go into your phone, right? It's like you have Yellowstone, which is, Fantastic. is coming to an end. Like, this season five is going to be the last season of what they do? Yellowstone. 1923? So, they, they, they did, did 1883, 1883, which was good. I started getting kind of worn down with the really? narration. I liked it, yeah, but I'm she like. so, like, she was hot. And then, <laughs> 1923. I was just kind of. I wasn't. I didn't feel. I really? Was, yeah, I didn't feel 1923, oh, man. man. I, I didn't even. Jessica so, finished it. I, I, I didn't. So that's where my my snob is coming in. So going back, like you were talking about shows that like shouldn't have a second season. Like 1863. Spoiler alert. When the hot daughter of Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, go figure. They have a hot daughter. <laughs> you know she passes away she dies yeah it's like huh but you know you remember playing the game growing up oregon trail yep and like you have to make it in order like to win you have to make it well like they're still on the oregon trail yep and she dies i'm like oh okay so the next season they're going to come back and complete their their trek right because they've got to get to they've got to get to the dutton ranch somehow yep right and so it's like, oh, how do they get? But that was the Dutton Ranch where she died, right? Yeah. So, so like, because that's where they set up shop. Because they don't really tell you kind of where they're at. Because because uh, what what there was the one scene from Yellowstone where they made the comment of like that that creek in that water has been healing our family for centuries, and then when they laid her when she got the the arrows poisoned yeah. in her and they were soaking her in there trying to help her. Jessica was like, oh, that's from that line. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's like, this is where they're going to settle up. See, and Jessica's better at that than I was because yeah. like, I never picked up on on that. But they never told you kind of where they were. They were trying to get west. They were trying to get right. to, you know, Oregon. They were trying, you know, to get to the coast. And, and, you know, basically it just kind of ended. I'm like, okay, there, there's going to be a second season of that, right? And then they come out with 1923 in their – the 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 ranch is there mm-hmm. right and you've got harrison ford and, and and his family and like he's so old well he did they did a good job of yeah uh, of choosing who to pick too and like you're looking at it and you're like okay i've got yellowstone today i've got 1883 and like who are all these people like did you find yourself did you go to google and be That's like okay bailed out dutton family tree Yep, that's when I bailed out Jessica because she kept guessing like that's got to be that's got to be mom and dad that's got to be grandma. We grandma, were doing the same. Got to be this. That's got to be that. And, um, you know, I did watch a lot more of it than I thought I did because the sun was over. I watched a lot of the 1920s. I like we liked it because the, the the character that was overseas the whole time. Yeah, that whole relationship, and then they came over, and had probably a bad time to turn it off because I don't know what he did when he got to America. So he really hasn't gotten to America. Oh, he hasn't come over yet. So spoiler spoiler alert. Okay. And it's like. This guy has like the worst luck ever, too. By the way, right? You know, he's in Africa. He's he's a safari hunter, whatever. Yep. Big game hunter. Um, basically, he gets paid money to keep the people that are the rich people that are on these safaris and on these fancy African, you know, adventures. Keep them safe from the real predator, the the 
lions or whatever. So right. Of course, he, like his guide, his African guide, he gets mauled by a lion. Yep. Right. He and then the character they sleep up in a tree. Yeah. Like yep. it's just like you're sleeping in a tent, and he's not nearly. And he also not for, to mention he was also in World War One. You know, so it's like he stays over there. He doesn't want to go back to the ranch, and then he he meets a beautiful English girl, and they go on a cruise. Family disowns him. Yeah, <laughs> they go on a cruise. Yeah, you know, basically he rips her away, and they end up on a cruise. And go figure, like her fiance and his whole family are yep, on the cruise at the same time. Like, yep. Then he goes to jail in the cruise, only to find out that, well, actually, before that they were out at sea right yeah and the captain which is crazy but a captain of a ship can could officiate do, the wedding yeah. yeah so this random captain officiates the wedding they end up on the cruise ship to try to get to america well she's already married they start a family fight he ends up going to prison to try you know in the ship to try to get out they end up getting separated where she's now being pulled by her almost family yep he ends up getting out but then they're sending him he finds a way i, I forget exactly all the details finds a way to try to get to the americas and he ends up I, I think kind of where they left it was he ends up uh somewhere like in the caribbean okay so he's still trying to they never quite got back to all right so i haven't missed anything then i don't think so like okay. i'm waiting like and supposedly even though yellowstone this is gonna be yellowstone's last season i think I'm pretty sure they're doing a sequel to 1923. All right. Not only that, but I think they're doing another prequel to actual Yellowstone, where it's going to be like right before, like Kevin Like Cost. 1987. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be yeah. like, um, what was 1883? 1923. To 1923. What's that math? 50? 40 years? So 40 years. So I'd venture to guess the next one's going to be 1963. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Costner's probably going to be a little baby working on the ranch, something like that. Yeah, you know. Um, interesting, interesting how all that shakes out. We went from Aju to the Dutton <laughs> Ranch. Um, Arby's is the letter RB spelled out. <laughs> and you, you were talking about. Have you watched the Tupac documentary? Yes, Jessica and I started watching it last night. So Nicole's a big fan of it. Um, I have not. I have not delved into the real documentary world, and let alone the Tupac documentary. One, because he's still alive in the Caribbean making rap albums. <laughs> With Elvis. <laughs> With Elvis. Bob Bob Joyce. Um, yeah, I I got big on like musical um, documentaries. I watched Evolution of Hip Hop on um, Netflix a while back, and, and it, it just, there was only four episodes then. I think there's a lot now, and they, they just kind of, Again, bad writing. They just dive too deep and create more than, than what needs to be, I think. But, like, hip-hop itself started in, like, 1973 in New York, just in the streets, guys just scratching and mixing and, and you know, hip-hop, hip, hip like, just things like rappers delight and all those things. Stop. Like, like that was the beginning of hip-hop, and that was, like, our childhood. So, like, through those four episodes of, of evolution of hip-hop, you're watching, like, I remember that. That was during my life. Yeah. Like I remember the news. I remember this, and it it goes from from the creation of hip hop to you know some some when the introduction to gangster rap to like uh, 
NWA and Two Live Crew and and just kind of the how it went yeah. for East Coast, West Coast, Pocky, Biggie, or Pocky, Pock and Biggie. Um, just just everything about it, it fascinated me. So there there's some with like Leonard Skinner, there's Molly Crew, there's there's uh, Metallica one. And as you're watching these, for me anyway, it's just the nostalgia of it. Like yeah, I remember that. I remember all of that. Like wow. And and Tupac was the same way. Like. His mom was a Black Panther, very, very, very high-ranking in the Black Panther Party, and uh, she's one of the only females that, you know, was that that high-ranking. So that caught people off guard. And uh, the last name Shakur, dad had, and it was like a whole Shakur family that that he branched from. So his last name had like significant power in that world, but it also kind of comes back to haunt him because it's like, you know, you run into the law, it's like, oh, Shakur, got him. Hmm, it's like gang mafia type. And it's you know you, some of the back behind the scene things I, I didn't know, but like all the stuff that he went through, like his stuff in the news, and you know he got beat up by the cops and getting arrested. And it's like I remember that, man, I remember that. Yeah. And she, <laughs> Jessica was like, I didn't know any of this stuff. I was like, oh yeah, I remember all this stuff. She was like, I'm a lot younger than you, <laughs> a lot younger than you. And I was like, all right, Jess, it's like that ain't cool. It's always funny too, like. Like, even just staying on that point, we've talked about this before. Like, that is classic music now, right? Yeah. And, like, there were people that listened to classic rock when when we were 18, 19, 20 years old, and that would be music from the 70s. Yep. Right? And so, like, it's always funny to me. Like, I'll be at a baseball game, and, you know, kids love walk-up music. And, like, yeah, yeah, when yeah. they have Tupac on there, I'm like, it's a great song, but... What are you doing? Yeah, like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, and Jessica made the comment last night as well of like, like, wow, he's crazy intelligent. And I'm like, every comedian I think is crazy intelligent because it comes from a place of quick wittedness and it yeah. comes from a place of like your entire life experience. And if you can navigate through life to get yourself on a stage that big, you're not dumb. Right. Like it's just your quick wittedness and that the comedic work. And same thing with 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 music, with writers. You know that they're, so there's a writer strike because of how intelligent these people are. And it's like we we realize the value of good writing, and, and the life that these people live. She, she was just like, wow, he's crazy intelligent. I'm like, yeah, like you can't be unintelligent and write the lyrics that he wrote in his in his songs, right? Because they all we can all relate to them. We can all understand them. We all get it. Like just the trials of life and you know, whatever it is. And it's, it's everyone that has made it to that platform and then navigating through like the music industry, how cutthroat it is and how wicked and deceitful how just Hollywood and famous people are. Yeah. It's like, if you can navigate through a world of like filth and scum and betrayal and backstabbing, you got some sense of wit to you. And then if you can just put it down in, in, in song lyrics, like, wow, not only are you like smart enough to navigate through it, you can put it down into relatable context to yeah. where we can all listen to it and enjoy it so it's like yeah he's 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 crazy intelligent so and he was actually pursuing like uh, a, a division of, of the black panther party there was going to be an african panther really? division of the black panther and, and tupac was going to be the leader of it and when he was pressing into his music career it's like guys i'm gonna give this one more shot if nobody signs me then i'm just going to pursue this path of life of the african panthers if, if I hit it, I'm going to go music. If not, then this is my path. And and he ended up getting signed. And, you know, we know Tupac Shakur as, yeah. as we do today. But, you know, he was 
he, he was very much a leader in that world of of uh, the Black Panther Party world. Huh. Interesting. Which which it also portrays the Black Panther Party as like um because I think it's got some bad rap and I don't know enough about enough, but uh, when it first started, it was very much driven to build the community and make the community better and just, just raise the standard and expectation of everyone of like, hey, here's how we're going to conduct our lives in, in, in these these circumstances. So it was all charitable, all giving, and then you get a few people in a position of power, and it's like, oh, no, right. the white devil. And then, then that's when it kind of derailed, but the origination of it was really, really, really wholesome and good and pure and 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 meaning it's kind of like some of the parties today just it started from a good place i think but the wrong people get in power and derail everything and it's just like now it's greed and money and they made money off of doing it so now it's fighting back and and it's preserving your your power not the not the collective just your individual power cliche money is the root of all evil yep right everybody's chasing it yeah, that, that that the two pockets. It's pretty good, man. We we, I mean, we're still in it, but it's it's uh, it's fascinating. And again, it's like as you're watching it, you're like, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Well, it's funny too. I, I saw a TikTok this week. Of, it was about Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And if they made a. So this this tied two things. This is you know just one of those coincidence things, but. Back to the Future was made in 1985. Five, yep. And they went back to 1955. 55. And the opening song, when that first opened, was uh, Mr. Sandman. Mr. Sandman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring yeah, yeah, me yeah, yeah, a yeah. dream. Okay, yeah. Which was the number one song. I was thinking of the Huey Lewis, but yeah, go ahead. was the number one song, 1955. So if they redid... Back to the Future, today, 2023, they would go back to 1993. Wow. Mind Uh mind blown yet? That is crazy. Right? You know what the number one song in 1993 was? John Bon Jovi? Nope. What? Metallica. Enter Sandman. So maybe they will. Maybe Maybe it's in the works. Maybe they'll make it. Wow. Interesting. I saw that. I was like, you know, because originally you're blown away by, wow, I remember 1993, like, really well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, really well. You know, and there's a, uh, uh, on YouTube, you can pull it up, like, uh, Back to the Future Conspiracy, how much oh, it's yeah. lined up. Boy, yeah. it's like, whoa. Weird, huh? Whoa. The Illuminati. Yeah. Tupac Illuminati. Whoa. Simpsons and Back to the Future. Yeah. Whoa. It's Check out the stuff, guys. Check out the stuff. A um, couple other stories getting off the music stuff before we kind of wrap up. I uh, had an interesting experience um, this past Sunday. Uh, we talked about before, like, they do a high school showcase, um, similar to what they do with football where, you know, teams play each other on a neutral site. And, like, so Coleraine played Northwest at Xavier. Um, Coleraine beat them. Tom Gamble big in the in the high school sports is the one that put it together um richard skinner who if you listen to sports talk in early 2000s late 90s yeah they were partners and their friends whatever so richard skinner was doing the pa system mm-hmm. right and so and, you know he's announcing the richard skinner's announcing this the players 
Corain wins. Um, Carson has a good day. He, he gets the MVP trophy, right? And so Sunday they had to honor that entire event. Um, high school baseball and softball teams were able to go to the stadium. Um, they would be introduced on the field, so they kind of paraded around the warning tracks, around everything. Right. Um, and they would introduce, you know, Coleraine, West Claremont, you know, all the teams and such and such. And then the, the 30, there was 36 MVPs. And so the 36, instead of parading with their team, they got in front, uh, you know, they were pulled aside and they're standing there. And then when the parade was over, they introduced all 36. They gave them their trophy, which is a wood bat, basically signifying, hey, you were the MVP 2023 of, what that this, game. Uh, yeah. Right. And it's a really nice wood bat. It's like we're down there super early, you know, so we're getting pictures of all the all the boys like at the parade. And then Carson gets out there with, you know, the 35 other people and they're lined up and like they're re- they're reading everybody's name and everybody kind of stands up, you know, waves to the crowd. And then their faces on the big screen, you know, the big screen. It's the video. And then like David Bell comes by and he's shaking people's hands. And then Luke Maley, who was another local guy from Covcath. He's on the Reds roster. Like, he kind of did the same thing. And so a lot of pictures. And, like, oh, man, like, it was just packed with high school teams. And they're all wearing their jerseys and everything. So, yeah. Oh, like, you know, so it was a really, really, really good, fun, cool thing to kind of be a part of, right? And it's Heck, like, yeah. And so the whole thing, like, fortunately, unfortunately, like, Austin's games got rained out. Blaze games got rained out. So it was like, we all got to go That's and sweet. do it. And so, oh, where are we going to sit? So we're like, it's a Reds game. You know, usually you can always find a decent seat. So like, we find like four of them in a row. And we're down kind of the right field line, pretty low on the thing. Great view of the game. Jonathan India hits a leadoff home run. We're like, all right, this is cool. You know, Blake's wanting get autographs and everything. <laughs> and then the second inning starts, and the White Sox put up 11 in the second inning. We stayed for another. After that inning was over, we st- probably stayed for, I don't know, maybe another hour. Yeah. Yep. Time to go. They end up losing like seventeen to four. Bad. But the and Carson and his MVP trophy that was pretty cool. Um, that is neat. It was a good little experience. I'm glad he got the experience. I'm glad we were able to be there and get the pictures and everything for that. Um, today NFL releases the Bengals. Well, all the NFL schedules is tonight. Yep. Um, so pretty excited about that, especially being a season ticket holder, kind of finding out, you know, what we're what home games. Yeah, and what we're going to be doing those days. Um, they did announce week 17, which happens to be New Year's Eve, that the Bengals will travel to Kansas City. It's funny how, like, throughout the day today, you'll see games that are leaked. That are leaked out. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Like, it, the NFL is just the king of marketing. Yeah, they're the absolute king of marketing. They they can they can make anything into a spectacle. And you know the the NBA like they announced their MVP award. Like basically through the Associated Press on like a Wednesday afternoon, and then the MVP before the game like got up and talked about it. Like the NFL, like they have the best quarterback, the best receiver, the MVP, Hall of Fame nominee. You know, it's like, and it's all one night, like the Academy Awards. Yeah, and, you know they're all there. It's like oh, that's a spectacle. Tonight they have a schedule release show for eat like. They're going to go over each team's schedule, and they're going to do what all of us fans do when you look at it, and you're like, win, 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 uh, loss, win, win. And at the end, you're going to come up with, like, this is what I think 
they'll be. Right. Right. And I'm going to be like, ah, oh, that's 16 and 0. Super Bowl. <laughs> 17 and 0, baby. Seven, oh, that's right. You got that extra game. That's right. That's right. 16 and 1 because they'll sit everybody in that last game. Yep. Right. No. So, no, that'd be cool. I'm looking forward to that. Man, that was an interesting show today just talking about. We kind of need to. We haven't talked about. Yeah, got like, back to the roots of the show, man. Yeah. Like <laughs> just shows and kind of how Aju led us down the path and right into. Whatever. It's all connected, dude. All life is connected. It's connected. It, 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 it's somehow, some way, shape, or form, it's all connected. The theory of everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, Sounds like a show. I believe it. So, <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Podcast Form. We'll have that up and ready, hopefully, tomorrow um, by the end of the week. We didn't do pod stats. Who cares about pod stats when you're talking about movies and you're talking about shows? Remember, stay on those... Uh, Hulu's, Netflix, HBO Max, streaming systems, streaming system, services, whatever. Texas, your binge watch show. Texas, what you, Texas, what you're into. Reach out to us. So, thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you later. We are out of here. See. You.